What colour carpet are you going for? I purposely asked this question. Yeah, I'm colourblind, <laughs> so... Oh, that's not the reason I asked. We're um, down here in the studios at 22 Mount Street in Paran and uh, it's a Friday morning, nice and early, and we've got two very special guests this morning in Harry Lawill and Andrew Craypot. Uh, guys, what's happening? Well, we're on the eve, or oh, sorry, not the eve, where it's the morning of the, the biggest football game of the year so far. We're getting excited. It's the All-Stars versus Victorians for a really good cause being... Uh, I guess the bushfire appeal. Yeah, excellent cause. It's probably drawn in a lot of uh, interest because it's not that often that we, especially our generation, get to see the best players from Victoria take on the rest. The the All-Stars, yeah. The All-Stars. So um, I think the last time was for the, was it the 150 years of football? Yeah, I went to that. I do, I went to that. It was... uh, you wouldn't have been in the MCC, I wouldn't have thought. No, I'm not a I'm not an MCC goer. I'm I'm just a regular a regular footy watcher. Ah, well. Don't need to go to the football in my uh, RM Williams and polo shirt. Um, just to work though. Just to work. Just yeah. keep it casual. Uh, how are you feeling on the you know, with, with this game tonight? I know oh, I'm really looking forward to it. I didn't get to watch the last one, so yeah, really looking forward to it and be a nice way to have a few beers and watch watch it on telly. Yep. Oh, so you're not going? No, I'm not going. Um, I, I refuse to go to Marvel Stadium, but that's okay. Right. Uh, and is it a fait accompli that you are Victorian? Yep. Okay. See, I'm 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 taking a bit of a different tack because um, our team is being represented by none other than Lord Nev. Yes. Well, there's a soft spot for the All Stars with Lord Nev in there. So that's Neville Jetta for all those who who aren't aware of who the Lord is, a favourite player of ours. So. I, would, I do watch quite with the eager eyes, I guess, because it's it's almost like um, an entree to, to what is about to occur in, right. in a month. We've got, yeah, which we're all looking forward to. Uh, I've refused to buy my Melbourne membership until I see something happen for them. So I, I reckon there was a spike last Saturday yeah. after our practice game against, uh, and it's only a practice game, so I do want to put that out there, but, geez, we did look good. It is only a practice game. I know, game. I know, but you can only go from off what you see and it's better than a loss. It is better than a loss and uh, Christian Petrarca obviously performed oh. extremely well and got a two-year signing off the back of it, so that's how well we're going, yeah. <laughs> signing blokes off practice games. No, oh, come on, don't. That's, that's a real Melbourne, that real Melbourne pessimism coming through. He... Um, no, he, he had a good season last year, so I think it was, it was probably the right call. And, and yeah, he, he had a ripper game. Yeah, and well, hopefully we can all take it, they can all take it into the year. But knowing Melbourne, they'll get our hopes up and then by round one, we'll all be disenchanted by football again. It's funny, uh, your line of not buying a membership, the, the gentleman I go, other than my dad, I go to the football with one of my best mates and he's also refused to purchase a membership until round three or four because if we start off zipping four, he's just going to say, I'm not wasting another year of my life, um, you know, going to the footy in the cold to watch a team that just can't commit. I know. Well, you say that every year and then you rock up round one and you do it all again. I know. It's, it's like, the life of a Melbourne supporter, really. It's like a religious service for me. Yeah. It's um, suffering. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is, but it is my um for me. It's it's actually my therapy. I'm I'm an angry. I mean, you get to see me in the office. I'm even angrier at the footy. I'm. You're emotional in the office. I wouldn't say angry. So maybe yeah. <laughs> so I'm emotional in the office and angry at the football. So maybe so it's the anger from the office coming out at probably, the football. Probably. Um, it's probably a good time that we talk about some. I guess what what brings us here, which is which is property, mm. and I guess um, we we had the pleasure of um, we have the pleasure of working in a really interesting little pocket called the Huntingdale Oakley South precinct. Yep. I went to a meeting uh, two nights ago now um, in Hume Street um, off the back. It was 11 Hume Street, which is actually where Carmen's have, uh, in a sense, an atrium, which is probably the most uncommon thing you'd find in an industrial precinct, to attend a meeting that council put on along with the individuals who wrote a report um, on PwC. PwC on what their plans are and future ambitions are for the precinct. Yes, and I think by the reaction of all the vendors and owners of the precinct, it didn't go to plan. No, we had a lot. It's quite funny. It was a lot of disgruntled. We walked in there, and uh, other than feasting on the free food, my eyes lit up when I saw these protein balls covered in sesame seeds and poppy seeds and I don't know what other seeds it was covered in, but it was delicious. So it was w- well worth the venture. And then obviously um, coffee and Carmen's muesli bars. I made sure I stocked up. So there's a few in the car as well if you're hungry later. The moment we got there, it was on. It was disgruntled uh, owner occupiers or owners, I should say, um, just yelling at these um, council members and individuals who put together the the paper saying, you know, why did we spend $300,000 on a report which recommends an upgrade or sorry, a rezone, yet councils flatly rejected it? Yeah, well, you'd think that there would be a rezone there, just in terms of how close it is to commercial one zoning and general residential. But look, that pocket does need industrial Yes, it's a, it's a major workforce. It, it is. So I think that that's their reasoning behind it. And a lot of these occupiers and owners have probably been holding on for this meeting. Yes. And now are in a state of limbo with what to do with their properties because there is no immediate rezone play for them to capitalise on that underlying land value that they have. I know, but, you know, it's, it's, it's quite funny, I think. And, and the council members... Um, they, they, they basically said, listen, at the end of the day, whilst we're not rezoning your land to commercial one or mixed use or resi, which is, I don't think ever going to happen, don't be um, so narrow-minded by thinking that industrial is purely just a warehouse. Well, do you think that's why they held it at Carmen's? Probably to show that this is actually, I mean- What you can do. Correct. Yeah, you know, it's Carmen's again. Uh, we went into an atrium, which <laughs> it's a pretty amazing warehouse and it's beautiful factory and office area, showroom. They've got everything there. I would, I would hold a party there without hesitation. You know, there's a nice barbecue set up, beautiful greenery and Japanese inspired gardens. It was, it was lovely. It was, it was quite relaxing. She has done a very good job there, Caroline. There you go. You're on yeah. a first name basis. No, uh, <laughs> I'm just very good at snooping on who owns things. You are. <laughs> yes, you are. But we've it's we. I think 
since that meeting have um, we're, we're doing what agents do and we, we we're, we're trying to sell the the upside because it's not all Damn doom and gloom correct it's it doesn't mean that your property's worthless or it just you've got to be creative or a bit adventurous in you know what else can we do okay we can't do apartments but, but you can do offices and it is still one of the only industrial precincts that is a walking distance from oh, a train station. It's incredible. That Huntingdale train station is, from from where the meeting was, is probably 200 metres. Yeah. I mean, and that's still a zone one station. So you're still in that, I guess, metropolitan ring of Melbourne. It's There's, there's so much potential there still. Absolutely. And I think um, from this and people were getting pushed out or occupiers getting pushed out of the Collingwood precinct and that Richmond Cremorne precinct, you'll see them floating into these areas now that it is staying industrial. Correct. And I guess you and I have the advantage. We've actually done a lot of work prior to this and prior to us knowing about a rezoning or what exactly was happening. We've been fortunate enough to do a fair bit of work in this little market. Absolutely. And there's huge desire for occupiers, tenants alike to, to get in there. Yeah. So absolutely, and it's such a tightly held market that when opportunities do come up, they generally go pretty quickly. And as like would have it, we're actually down in on Huntingdale Road this afternoon for a bite to eat. We're being taken out by a good client of ours, uh, who is quite prolific in that market. Loves that market. Loves the market. Uh, we're being taken to a, a Greek restaurant called Pitta Rapid. Ah. At, uh, we might give them a bit of a shout out, to be honest. It's, uh, well, we haven't eaten there yet. So we'll <laughs> no, we, well, I have. Um, oh, uh, yes, I have. <laughs> As of you, actually. Pitta Rabbit, 284 Huntingdale Road, Huntingdale. So if you guys are listening, um, you've got Harry and Andrew giving you a huge uh, rap, pardon the pun. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I think another topic that, would probably be really circulating within the industrial sector is the effect of coronavirus. Yes. People don't think it's going to hit too hard because they've got enough stock, two months worth of stock, and they're Mm. like, oh, look, uh, I think we're pretty good. But we're we're seeing already a lot of people are hesitant on expanding their warehousing just because they don't have any shipments coming over. The uncertainty. Yeah, and yeah. the uncertainty from yeah. it. So the two months of stock might be good, but in my opinion, the two months is going to probably roll on to more four to six, I would have thought. Well, I mean, just to give you um, – we're already, we're already essentially the, the end, of, end of summer, start of autumn, like time flies and two months worth of stock can, can go very quickly. And, you know, you know, you actually are right. A lot of our clients – are saying that the uncertainty in the market and I guess the World Health Organization teetering around calling this a pandemic or epidemic, whichever one it may pandemic. be, pandemic. Pandemic. Um, it's it's causing a lot of um, a lot of businesses to to I guess be unsure with what course of action to take over the next couple of months. And I think a big thing for us, even though it's not related to uh, work, will be if the Olympics is called off. So they've got two months to make a decision on that. And I think if it's called off, there's no doubt that we're facing a a world major crisis. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you, 
you'd hope it wouldn't be because the Olympics is great. But I think with all that, there is also could be some upside for us in terms of a lot of Chinese money coming back into Australia. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the stock market has taken has basically been a bloodbath this week. Yes. Um, got prices of gold are going through the roof. Um, and what you will see also with, I guess, people capitalising on our low interest rates is a re- is some f- money will flock into property, which is... And we even had our managing director, John Marasco, state that there is a lot of money coming from China back into being invested back into Australia. Yeah. And another reason because... Um, so Melbourne or Victoria is on track to hit the 8 million in population mark where we're in a bit of a race with New South Wales. But the reason why Victoria, I guess, is just really thumping down on their population growth um, is the infrastructure boom that we're going through. And the affordability of everything. Which I sometimes find hard to believe. I still think this this city is quite expensive. Compared to Sydney, though. Yes, yes. Well, we don't have the harbour views. No, we don't. We don't. Um, we do have the MCG view, though. <laughs> yes, we do. We do have the G, but... And no lockout laws. The Well, <laughs> I think that's been relaxed in Sydney. But the infrastructure... I mean, we, we, we're on the roads every day, so we, I guess, see the... Uh, the flip side and the positive side of the infrastructure upgrades, which is I do find that we're sitting in traffic a lot longer. Yes, 100% we are. But it's all for a good cause, so to speak. Yeah, a bit of pain in the short term for a long-term gain. As Correct. Say, Andrew. And the upgrades that we're seeing, um, especially in the markets that we're in, and they, and they are made mostly just road upgrades or or rail upgrades. Um, you know, For instance, I... I, I get off at the Turak Road um, freeway exit every day and to see this um, – what's a, what am the I – The overpass. The overpass, thank you. The overpass being – I was being, you drown there for a second. Though. Thanks, mate. Um, I mean, that's going to be incredible. Yeah, huge. And look where I've just moved to and have recently just moved in as of this week. Carnegie. Murrumbina. Murrumbina. Pardon um, me. They've had that overpass brought in and it's – it's gone gangbusters. Yeah, how popular. is the new place? New place is fantastic. Got our floorboards in. Yes. Um, we'll get some carpet in soon, new carpets, but it's it's fantastic. Radio. It's, um, it's really good, except uh, we have to cook every every night, which... Why? Well, we were living with my uh, partner's mother and she was oh. extremely nice in cooking us meals most nights. And she's a professional chef. And she is a professional chef. So thank you for that, Liz. But now we're, we fend for ourselves, but that's that's okay. We, oh. uh, we've been making a lot of curries and pastas. I noticed because you do bring them into the office and I and the whole office gets to smell what you ate the night before when you uh, put it in the microwave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I didn't know where that was going. Uh, yeah, so we, we did a nice musamon curry, uh, which was good, beef musamon curry on uh, Tuesday night. And how's the local Murrumbina area treating you? I, I know that you've already found your local wine bar. Local wine bar, the Murrumbina wine bar, which is good, which serves uh, a lot of nice local beers and wines. Me not being a huge wine drinker. And then um, obviously the Ross Town Hotel, which is one of the, the great sporting bars. I was at the Ross Town on Monday with a – we took a client there for lunch. It was actually quite nice. It is. Yeah, it was lovely. If you want to watch sport – 
that's where to go. And well, it's a bit depressing. I had to walk through the the um the pokies, the pokies, and it was a Monday at twelve thirty, and it was just the tradies ATM. Oh, it was actually quite sad. But anyway, that's that's not for this. Uh, that's not for this forum. Um, and Button's good. She's uh, she's happily settled in. She she is, which is good. Good. Um, so we're all settled in and. We finally get a weekend to relax where there's no moving or renovating, which is nice. So that's it. You've 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 you're done. You're done. We'll that's just awesome. get the carpet in, but that's about it. What colour carpet are you going for? I purposely asked this question. Yeah, I'm <laughs> colourblind, so <laughs> oh, that's not the reason I yeah, asked. So really, really going for the jugular there. So I, I've left that to Bella, and as long as it's not hot pink, I think I'll be okay with it. See, it's funny. I, I'm a big. Um, I'm a red fan. I'd have red carpet if I could, but my wife would would kick my ass, which she's previously mm. done. When I've yeah, I wanted a red couch when we when we first moved out, and um, that got shut down very quickly. That is, uh, I like red. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's bizarre. You know, with uh, summer coming to an end, autumn, uh, I guess, kicking off. It also means that the uh, the Red Hill Hillmans. Must be the Hillman, the, the Hillman, the Hillman, the Red Hill Hillman. Must be training. Must be heating up. Training is heating up. Where we've got a few practice matches coming up, and then we uh, have round one Good Friday. Stand- round one's Good Friday. Standalone game against Dramana. So the two premiers of each division playing each other. Oh wow! Which will be fantastic. Be good to be a part of. At whose home? Dramana's home ground, so we haven't won there for a long, long time. Where's Dramana's home ground? Just, uh, just behind the beach near the IGA. Okay. Um, oh, yep, yep. Oh, that ripping IGA. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's exciting because, um, as we've previously spoken about, we've got another member in our industrial team who plays for the Sorrento Sharks, uh, and he has now changed his potential travel plans to ensure that he's here for the big derby clash. Of the Sharks v Hillman. And yes, we play twice, so he probably he might still go away. Well, so that's going to be a big one. But then, how's your form leading into the, I guess pre, you know, this this part of the season? Well, getting on a little bit, uh, long in the tooth. It's it's more towards the back end of my career to the start of my career. So probably the longest preseason I've ever heard of. By the way, yeah. you guys have been going hell for leather for. Two months, three months already. Yeah, so it, it it's a lot more serious than when I first started. Let's just put it that way. But it's good. It's always good to keep fit, um, which you naturally do anyway. I mean, you're yeah. a bit of a fitness freak. Oh, oh. oh, mate, you're the the only person I know whose hangover cure is to go for a 10k run. Uh, I've never heard that before until I met you, and I don't think I'll ever hear that again. Well, sweat it out. <laughs> sweat it out. <laughs> there's two. There's hold on. It's either a hangover cure or to get over a cold. To get over a cold, you go is. for a ten k run. It's I, medicine is go for a ten k run, drink a lot of water, and then go out and have one of the great nights ever, <laughs> and then That's you'll right. be rid of your sickness. I would be in hospital for three weeks with pneumonia if that if that happened. That's that's my cure. Well. We are different. <laughs> Last time we spoke, I uh, I gave you a a task. A task. And the task was to come up with your, your dish of the week that you and Button will be cooking. Can you stop calling my girlfriend Button? <laughs> <laughs> I call her Button because every time we're in the car together and 
she calls, button comes up on the screen. So I'm sorry, Belle. Yeah, it really freaks me out when you call. <laughs> <laughs> no more. Um, yeah, so I made oyakodon last night. Oh, here which we go. Is, uh, a Japanese dish that literally means parent and children, which is chicken served in egg. So oh, I get it's it. A bit, oh, Jesus. It's, a it's bit, grim. Uh, it's a bit grim, but... It tastes good. It tastes very good. You've got a bit of mirin. So how do you, sake, how, how you cook that? Uh, onion, eggplant, uh, dashi, mirin, and soy sauce. Just cook that down, then put some chicken in, and then let the chicken cook down, and then some scrambled eggs on top, and it's almost like an omelette. And, Yum. Uh, put that over the top of some steamed rice. That's deli- that actually sounds delicious. With a few, who came up with that one? Adam Law. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. That that sounds like something I'm going to um, uh, get off you. Yeah, it sounds delicious. Um, I guess that's another episode of. uh, Well, we're still trying to figure out a name, so maybe it's probably the appropriate time to to send out uh, an invitation to all of our listeners. Um, Peter Bremner, Peter Bremner, and Co. <laughs> now nah, there are more. We've we've been hit up with some emails, and I guess some guys in the office have come up to us and girls said, "Oh, by the way, I secretly listen to your podcast. Keep going. If you can come up with some suggestions as to what we should <clears throat> name this podcast, I've gone with Agent Spiel, but Harry's not a fan. Harry's gone with Industry Talk, but it's very blasé. And, yeah, and very. Uh, so I guess grey. If anyone can can fire some suggestions at us, uh, that'd be fantastic. The winner will be taken out for lunch by Harry and I. Oh, by yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, <laughs> we didn't have to say what lunch, but a lunch, a lunch. So till next time, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you.